0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. You're listening to the Believe in Monsters podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Here are your hosts Chris Krogman, Joe Gaither, and Luke Barry discussing all topics Chicago Bears. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show.
2: Raul Bennington, right here I Believe in Monsters Podcast, and we're gonna pick right back up where we were off air, talking about the rookies, the Bears rookies, Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens. Zach Pickens
1: okay, and Tyreek Stevenson. There's a lot of rookies. Raul
2: Tyson Bajant, secret Bajant, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll let you take it from the top, Raul, top to bottom. I mean, we can All start right. with Darnell Wright, but how you doing? Welcome to the show. I think the first time we had you on during the season this year. So welcome in.
3: So one thing I'll say is this. I I said that Darnold Wright was the most ready uh, tackle in the the draft. I thought his pass pro at Tennessee was the most ready. Um, I still to this day would have taken Jalen Carter. That's another topic. But he's balling. He's hooping right now. Tackles and corners get beat their first year, their first two years, right? Uh, Wright has been getting beat, but he's been learning and he's been bullying. He's much better against the run in the NFL than he was in college and a lot more. He has more opportunity to because of the style of offense they ran in college. But he's been bullying. He's like a, a real uh, a bright spot and a cornerstone for this franchise, right? Stevenson. He's coming along very nicely. He's getting beat. He'll get beat. There's not a rookie corner that doesn't get beat. Your first yeah. two years uh, uh, in the NFL as a corner, expect to get beat, right? But they left him out there against Devonte Adams, and he held his own. Like he and he's physical as hell. He comes up to hit. So what we're seeing, what we were seeing on tape in college, is exactly what we're seeing now. The two D tackles, I just don't understand what we're doing with them. Because I think uh, Pickens should be more of a three-three tech, and once we put him at three tech, he shows the, that flash. Dexter is holding his own as a more of a one tech. His pad level is so poor; it's not even fun. He just stands up and then he gets changed. popped up. Yeah, and then he just kind of like just flails around, but he's strong as an ox, right? So he just overwhelms people. That's why I'm like, why isn't he playing one tech?
1: Right. Yeah, it seems like they should be flip flop. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is. You know, the Bears made some additions whether they agree with them or not this offseason. But, I mean, I think the one thing that's clearly noticeable from last year to this year is uh, their ability to stop the run for once. I mean, I feel like they're – I think they're – after last week, I think they're in the top five of, like, yards per carry or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Billing's been balling.
3: Yep, yep. Billing's been balling. It's just the whole – entire D line has been way better since, I think, I want to say like the Tampa Bay game was the last time yeah. that we were terrible against the, the, the run. But now you have Floss who's actually changing things up and playing more man and blitzing more,
1: right? He's, so but he's, he's playing a sports. lot of man now. He got out of his yeah. cover too.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, man, that's that's exciting to, 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 to see because it's like, I've been asking for, for him to switch things up because he doesn't have... The horses, right? And it's probably I mean, on him because he he thinks that he's better than what he actually is. But it's good to see him switch it up. So that's encouraging. The defense is playing a lot better. We still we still give up everything on digs and slants, but as far as deep and over the top, we're a lot better. So I'm encouraged by that. Uh Tyson Beijing. Um Yeah, dive he into did what he it. Was I mean Yeah, he did what he he was supposed to do. I think people are overhyping what he did. Um, I think what you saw more so was a game plan that was that was complimentary ball. Right. The run game was was going crazy. uh, And you you uh, you're not behind the sticks. Right. So now you have third and shorts, a lot more third and shorts. Right. He doesn't have to play hero ball because we're not playing from behind. This game was like the first game, this game and uh, Washington, where we didn't play from behind because the defense was getting us the ball back, right? right. The defense was getting us the ball back and then they were generating turnovers. So, you're not pay- playing from behind, you don't have an urgency to have big chunk plays, right? So, you can you know run the ball, you can play you know, time of possession. We have not had that, we've had we, we didn't really have the possession. In Washington, but this game was the first game that we actually played complimentary ball. Defense showed up, offense showed up, and it allowed the offense to take a breather and just pound the rock. I just don't understand
0: why we, why we don't do that with Justin. Like, why does this game plan change so much? We haven't had the chance to, right? We don't like like, we haven't been running the ball like we ran the rant. We're running the ball well in Green Bay. To, We're running the ball well in other games. And we pull,
1: just stopped. I feel like I feel like when something I notice about Getsy is that when he gets down, even by a touchdown, he'll start throwing like crazy. Like he, he gives up on plays. the run way too hey. early. But even hey. when you're down like seven, though, you still gotta. To Chris's point, you still gotta try and run run more to you know keep guys off your quarterback.
0: No, and I think it's more about the game plan than it is about the talent under center. It doesn't really matter who's under there. If the game plan is the game plan, it's, game plan. it's, it's more like. You know, Somebody else on the Chicago media brought up, it's almost like they're trying to absolutely put the screws to Justin this year in what he can do rather than trying to win football games, rather than trying to play smart. And that's just – I just feel like it's just stupid. Um, yeah. well, I got a question on the going back to the D tackles. Do you – like the rotation seems to me to be Billings and Jones all the time and Pickens yeah. and Dexter all the time. And I just feel like it would be – beneficial to both rookies to kind of you know meld them in with the veterans what do you think about that
3: yeah i i think i think that would be beneficial i would like jones to never touch my field again i know he got his first sure sack this, this week but that man he has- makes
0: some so he's man he makes so many like not so many but when he makes a play he makes a hell of a play like he'll make a he seven does. yard tackle for a loss but then he's then he disappears for quarters on end
3: quarters you talk about games the first that's what i mean like many many
1: quarters
3: (laughs) yeah he registered zero sacks, zero pressure zero tackle for loss zero tackles like you can't have that if that's the case play the young bulls you know like play the young guys and 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 let that be but to to your point i just think that we had a, a defense that was so bad that they couldn't stop anybody right and when that happens you're putting so much on the offense to score just to keep up right so yeah. it's like every single game we were chasing points there was even yeah. think about it green bay first series we mm-hmm. go for it on fourth and one in our own uh uh side Sporty, of, of yeah. the field because we know that our play. yeah we know that our defense can't hold up so you're always chasing points you're always trying to get the explosive plays we haven't we haven't had a com, a complimentary game until last game. A lot of it might be because the Raiders are also bad, but a lot of it is that we the defense actually stepped up, got, you know, stops and got turnovers. If we can get stops, we don't have to always go for that deep ball. We don't always have to go for the explosive plays.
0: Yeah. Jalen Johnson getting two turnovers is big too.
1: That was nice. Yeah. Well, well to Raul's that- point, they're playing more man now. And it's like Jalen Johnson and Tyreek Stevenson are two physical corners. You want them yeah. playing man. So, like, yeah, yeah. are we sh- like, it's awesome that he finally got two turnovers, but this is what he should have been playing in the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. Especially with both of them. I mean, both of them are kind of similar. Like, big, bigger cornerbacks will lay the wood or go to run support. Like, no reason yeah. they should have been dropping back 10 this- yards off a of dude.
0: Stevenson yeah. had another monster hit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, his run fits are awesome. I mean, you, you know, you're always getting en- like a lot of these guys, you know, you're just going to get energy out of them all the time.
2: Yeah. What like, I understand. And maybe this is just uh, football ignorance. Is just the, the quick game, the quick game. Ob- I mean, obviously different quarterbacks and doing, doing different things, but like the quick game this past week was on point. And so, I don't like. Okay, I row just hit. Okay, you got to get junk plays if the defense isn't going to give up. It isn't going to get stops. But why? Why do you? Why? Why can't you just be patient with it? With the running game and the quick game underneath. Uh, whereas this week it was it was working. The running game was really really effective. The quick game yes. was really really effective because the offense seemed to be called. Maybe towards the quarterback strengths or not, and I don't understand why. Okay, well, let's just force Justin into chunking it down the field. Yeah, he can, he can. But what, what about what about going away from the quick game and going away from the running game when the when the actual quarterback's in there? So first, I think that
3: Justin is still not good in the quick game. That's just not his strength. Certain quarterbacks just are not going to ever be quick game guys, and that's fine, right? He got better but that's not really his strength. We we, we tried a quick game, uh, Green, Green Bay, and that was a disaster. Yeah. He wasn't bad at the quick game, but we needed explosive plays. The game that we just played last week was very similar to Green Bay's, except we couldn't stop Green Bay at all. Sure. Justin didn't go deep. He didn't throw the ball deep. We just played a conservative game, and it was quick play, quick play, quick play, and that got us nowhere. Right. Because the defense was that bad. We just I think it's just you need the complimentary ball. And I think that the run game kind of gets shelled when we're like down 14, nothing Getsy doesn't get back to it to, to the basics. Right. So it, it's a lot that go, goes into it. I just think that a lot of people are overhyping uh, the performance. There's a lot of screens, right? We had a lot of screens. We had a lot of running, and then we had a couple of, you know, like digs, and that, and that was basically it. There was nothing that was like, man, like this kid has it, and that's that's no fault to to Bajan, right? He did what he was supposed to to do. That's his game. He can't go past 30 yards. That's not his game. So they put him in the in the best position. For him to succeed, and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. But I think people are just overhyping the performance just a
0: bit. I think they just saw something different, right? They just saw something different. It was and it worked, and so it, those two things together just give people the reason to overhype it. You know, it, it was completely different game style. Uh, he fit what they were trying to do. He fit that West Coast style that these guys like to run. That gets he likes to run. And it's just different than Justin, and it's just, and it, and it, it got a one, and it got a win. So that's yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Well, biggest, that's that's the biggest that's the
1: biggest difference. I mean, right. Yeah, right. Well, I definitely you know hear what you're saying about people overhyping the performance. To me, though, I you know I just thought him converting as many third downs as he did, and the offense converting as many third downs as they did was just huge and to me really impressive for a guy making his first NFL start. Yeah, um, yeah. But but like Chris said, just different from what we're seeing. And you know, with Justin, you get more of the explosive plays but uh you know with Tyson we just saw consistent chains moving all game I mean it was, it was fun to watch yeah now but, now off of that do but, you like what do you think there is to work with here we talking long term backup like you would like to have him as a backup on your team or we're not even that far yet
3: long term backup i think i think it, it, the the scariest thing about it is his lack of arm strength the right. ball dies and i said that in preseason. season he has a quick release, really, really super quick release. But he has like his arm strength is like Chad Pennington, like he has <laughs> no man. arm strength whatsoever. And some of you may be too young for who Chad Pennington. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know, I know, I know who Pennington.
2: That's was. terrible. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, terrible.
3: but he has no arm strength. But he can he what he's going to do is kind of pick you apart, like slow, slow lethal cuts, right? uh in yeah. that man but with that said the the problem with that is it, it, that that's the perfect the perfect defense for that is like a cover too. right cuz eventually you're going to run out of space you're going to have to make a play and those type of quarterbacks tend to not be able to make those plays cuz they right. don't have the arm yeah. strength
1: i mean we're going like, to see it this don't. week i mean if the chargers don't adjust to what they saw this week then you know fire staley on the spot but the, I mean, the they're gonna.
3: Thing, the one thing is the 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 Chargers cannot stop the run.
1: Right. Yeah, we're gonna see a, a similar game plan. Yep. But, um I just mean in terms of the passing game. I mean, they're gonna obviously cue in on his inability to throw the ball deep or yeah try and test yep. him. But no, you're absolutely right. Uh, the the Chargers actually have a worse run defense than the Raiders do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean it. I know people are harping on this O line Raul, and I know you've always. Been pro skill positions over O line, but I think this O line's been balling past few weeks. Fucking Jenkins, right? I mean, Whitehair at left guard, he looked awesome. He just can't snap the damn ball, but he looked good last week.
3: See, I just don't understand why. um, I I don't know. I would have preferred Carter in there. That's just yeah, yes. That's just me. Because after this year, do you have anything with Whitehair?
1: No, no, you don't. I mean, I'm just saying he had, I think he had a good game though.
3: Yeah. 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 But I would have just preferred Carter being in there, but it's here nor there.
1: I mean, now, now that we're talking about him though. So I know you haven't been the biggest fan of uh Ryan Poles, but I know we, we just talked about a ton of his draft picks. I mean, how, how do you think his drafting has been, you know, this far so far from what you've seen from these guys? You know, I'm not even talking about guys he passed up because you you could have an endless list. I'm just talking about guys he actually drafted that are playing.
3: So, so that first year draft was was some of the worst we've seen. Yeah, that first year draft was was absolute buns. This year, it, it it, was, it's, it's better. It's better this year, but it's still not. You know, like it's 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 it's, it's um. It would be. It would. I think it would be really a, a really good draft if we had the vets that could, that they could supplement. Like if we had vets that they, they were good enough and they were like, we have these young bulls in the wings, right? Like, let's say if we did not depend on Dexter. Like and- if we were the
1: Eagles. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. We'll be like, okay, we have these young bulls. They can, they can learn and they can get better. And then when it's, it's showtime, they're ready. But we're, we're thrusting them into, you know, actual game time, right? And I think I, I think the two gems like I've been said is Darnell Wright and Stevenson. Yes.
1: I, I love Stevenson, but Yeah. So back to
0: the first draft. So regardless of George Pickens, because that's always the conversation, we don't like we don't like Brisker and, and Gordon. I Brisker I like really so much. He's I like so Gordon. hurt. He's just hurt, man.
3: Yeah, I like Gordon a lot. I think – and I've I've said it since before the draft. I think Gordon's going to be really good in this game, uh, in this league, who I don't – I don't really – and I know Bear fans are, like, really high on him. I don't love Brisker.
1: I He seems out of position a lot, especially in pass coverage. I don't know what his –
3: I don't know what his flappy wrists
0: are. I don't know what that celebration is. I don't know what he's – I don't know what (laughs) (laughs) shit-talking he's doing. I don't know know what he's doing. I don't know what's happening. He talks
3: a lot. He talks a lot. He does.
0: He does. He opens his mouth a lot.
3: Yeah, I, I, do. I, I don't love Brisker. Uh, I like Gordon. I don't love Brisker. And who else is out of that draft? Carter,
1: and Carter Braxton
0: Jones, and Carter, and Doug Kramer, and I think that's it. Yeah, we haven't seen much of Elijah it. Hicks. <laughs> Elijah Hicks, who's
3: who's Shemin. getting a lot of playing time.
0: He's right. He's not. He's not. He's not a completely sore spot right
3: no. now. No,
1: that's why. Yeah, I said he's that.
3: not. He's not. He's not. But I don't think he's he's you know, he's that dude. But you could definitely upgrade it. But I didn't love the. I didn't. No, love it's the, not. A, it's not a
0: lovable draft. That's for sure. But he also didn't have a first rounder. He had. Yeah. Passed yeah. on Pickens, which is still you know suspect. Dallas yeah. Jones is obviously. That's
2: <laughs> It suspect. is what it is.
0: Yeah. That's just that's that's a kill, I, dude. Batman. I feel like the Bears' third rounders are historically just garbage. <laughs> like we've never hit a third rounder in our entire lives. So uh, we have.
2: Who?
3: Lance, Lance Briggs. All right, that's one. Lance Briggs was a, a third rounder. Who else? Olin Krutz was a second rounder. No, Olin was a third. Olin might have been a third. Because it was Tony Parrish in the second and Olin Cruz in the third. Unless they were both second rounders. I think anyway, Chris might have been a third. I thought
0: Briggs was. I thought
3: I thought Lance
0: was a second.
3: Nope. Lance was third. Because that was a good
0: draft, too, because Basher was in that third. draft.
3: Kruitz. Yeah.
0: That was a good draft.
3: Somebody check that. Was was Olin the third or Olin was a was second? Cruz was a third. Round. Came 1998,
2: third round pick, number 64.
3: Olin Cruz, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Tony Parrish was a second-round pick, and Olin Cruz was a third-round pick. How do I remember this? I don't even know.
0: (laughs) Because you're chilling in hotel rooms just thinking about it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You're balling
2: it up. I'll process the rest of the year because I'm sitting here thinking, like, Okay, well, you beat the Raiders, you beat the Commanders, you've shown small – you've got, you know, some small decent pieces out of your rookie. Are we still firing flues at the end of the year? Are we still firing flues? Are we keeping Getsy Like what's the track for the rest of the year? Polls as well. I mean, he's, he, you know, uh, are you going to win more than five games? What, what's, what's What's the track for the rest of the year? I, I I think
3: that personally, I think everybody's gone at the end of the year. That's just my thought, including polls. Yeah, including polls. That's just my thought. Right. But I will say this is the most important game of of the season, even though it's a is not a a conference opponent. But if you could get to three and five, right, uh, and you could get Justin back, and the defense is improved, right, you could get the defense to like. 20th in the league, and you have a top five defense, and I mean a top five run defense, and you just have to worry about the pads, and you can get Justin comfortable. You can you can have a shot going in three and five. The team has momentum, the defense is playing. You you have a shot, right? I, I think that's your only way. I think that's the only way that this anything on this staff is retained. But I think they do have a shot. The schedule's not as hard as we think it is. But uh, yeah,
1: Panthers, Cardinals, Falcons. Yeah.
3: You play the Saints after this, right?
1: Right. And they, they've they been. They're
3: not crazy. They've been ass. So. If you beat the Chargers, right? You have momentum. Justin comes back. I know there's going to be so much controversy. But if Justin, they beat the
1: Chargers, there's definitely going to be controversy.
3: And which just nothing. Not but Justin comes back, and then you beat the Saints, and now you're sitting at four, four and
2: five. You got you got the Panthers the next week. Now you're, you're sitting at five three. and five. It's a different ball game. It's a different season, right? And you Lions oh you got Lions and Vikings just, next two after that. It just
1: makes makes you sick to think about. Where they should be with a couple exactly. of those games. I mean, yes. the fucking Vikings game and the fucking oh. Dude, Broncos game. Look like a Super Bowl team. Well, but it's not I- even that, Joe. It's not even that. It's just like the, the Broncos game, they completely gave away, and then yeah. the Vikings game, where it's just yeah. like, what the fuck?
3: And I, I, and I think the, the Vikings game, if fields fit that game, we win, right? But you thrusted a rookie in there out of nowhere, but it's fine. But if even if, even if we say, we beat the Chargers, we lose to the Saints, and we beat the Panthers. You're four and six. Yeah. you got a real outside chance.
1: Well, I, I hear you, Ravel. This is like, I mean, you know, I don't even like get my hopes up, but I, I think you're right. If they won, this would be a huge momentum swing in the season. To finally beat a team that you feel like is just a lot better than you, even though they're – I mean, the Chargers aren't that great, in my opinion.
2: They're not. But, uh,
1: you know, nine-and-a-half point dogs, so – yeah, uh,
3: the, I mean, target. huge momentum
1: on a national stage too.
3: Exactly, exactly. I mean, all you have to do—the the main goal should be just running the ball down their throat.
1: That's it. I mean, honestly, so I like the game plan of what Getsy did last weekend to get. Uh, you know, he kind of kept Mac Crosby on his toes by running a lot of the outside. Yeah, uh, just like re- reverses and sweeps and stuff like like he was running literally, mm-hmm. literally like around him in the other way and just kind of neutralize them that way. And the bears will have to do something similar with Mac and, and both. So on the chargers. Yep. yep. It's going
3: to be one, it's going to be a quick game all day. Right. Cause you're not going to be able to sit back there and, and pat the ball and let, and let it go. So they're going to be gaming all day. And if the defense can hold up, we get, we have a shot.
1: Yeah. That's the big hey. thing. So I mean, the chargers can fucking air it out. You know, yep. who pulls
0: his best pick was last year was 7th rounder Trenton Gill. Dude's a beast.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He, has he
0: actually is. He actually is a pretty good pretty good punter.
3: No, he he, uh, he does.
0: I think Justin Herbert's had a, a shit year. I mean, they for the yeah. talent they have on that team, they should be much better than they are. Uh, you know, he gets Mike Williams hurt every single year, not that he gets him hurt, but Mike Williams gets hurt every single year. Uh, yeah. what's his name is is Quentin Johnston is he's not terrible. who I thought I thought he was gonna be. He's not yeah, good. He's a rookie. <laughs> yeah, he's a rookie. But he man, shit, dude. Jordan Addison, Lucas, you nailed that one. That dude is fire. He yeah. Is absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. That catch last night was stupid. Just yeah. took it away from it. <laughs> that show
1: is ridiculous.
0: They still um, have
3: uh, the Chargers still have a uh, what's his name? Oh, Keenan Allen. Not Keenan, uh Palmer.
1: Palmer's oh, yeah. pretty good, actually. Yeah. Palmer's yeah. very Palmer's good.
3: That's what I'm most scared of. Palmer. Yep. So, like I said, if we can beat them, it's a different season. But if we can't, two and six does not look good.
1: Nah, but Raoul, I mean, I, I mean, I hear you. I, I even, I mean, honestly, I really don't even know what Flus can do to keep his job. I just feel like he's like, regardless of what happens, barring like the Bears making the playoffs, I, I think he's fired. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Man, George plus,
0: George is too nice, man. George is way is too nice. So incompetent
3: all the time. But let's say the Bears um get get a top 3 pick, right? And then the the Bears miss the playoff by one game. Right? Now Floss has an argument.
0: Yeah, top 3 pick cuz of the cuz
3: of the Panthers pick? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But we finished what? I don't uh, know, just say seven, seven, and, wins. Nine, seven <laughs> and nine, <laughs> yeah, like seven and nine, something like that. Seven seven and ten. Yeah. Or, or eight and eight, nine. Eight and nine. Right. So you went from year one, you were what? Uh, we three won what? Three and games? One, fourteen. Yeah, three and fourteen. And then yeah, and then year two, you you won seven games. Now he has a he he yeah, can. He's actually, got an argument. He's got an yeah. Argument. He has an argument.
0: Should even six, dude, you double wins?
3: Yeah, yeah. But six, I mean, still, I mean, this fan base is fed up. But if you go seven, now it's like, okay, he won four more games than the previous year. Yeah, yeah. You know, but got to start. And then he has the adversity. The The thing that is really hurting him is the some of the off the field stuff,
1: right? And dude, he's like, a mess of the podium.
2: He's yeah. terrible there. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know how to tell the truth and he doesn't know how to tell, you know, have convincing coach speed. Yeah. Who one or the other. Yeah. But the,
3: the Claypool stuff, uh, the Allen Williams stuff, that does not bold well. No. But if I mean, you
1: go ahead. I was just going to say, all right, so we, we went with the positive side. Now let's let's go flip it to the other side. If things don't work out and, you know, they fire him, who, who are you looking at? as a head coach next year oh man
3: if there's one person that i would say um i don't think he's the best candidate but i think he's the best man for the job right now john fox now the thing about harbaugh Harbaugh? Harbaugh? yeah Yeah. jim harbaugh (laughs) the thing about harbaugh is he's not the type that gets you to the super bowl and keeps on winning he rubs people the wrong way because he's a dickhead. And he overstates his welcome because he's a dickhead. Like, he wants power. <laughs> but the thing about it is he knows how to turn around a sinking ship quickly. Right? He knows the basics of football and how to win. So he's a stabilizer the way John Fox was. Except he's – John Fox was at the, at the tail end of his career. Right? Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh uh Harbaugh is right in the middle, right? So it's different. But you need a stabilizer, somebody that can get the organization in the right direction. And then you could move on from him if you if you wanted to. But I think the best person would
1: Cliffhanger.
2: He said Harbaugh. I don't want Harbaugh anymore because he can't he can't coach without stealing signs. So he's Bill Belichick. I don't see a problem.
3: Yeah, he's not exactly Bill Belichick. The, the best thing about <laughs> Harbaugh is he knows how to put together a good staff.
2: Last time he uh, he, he coached the game without stealing signs, TCU put 50, 51 points on his ass.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah. how long ago was that? Like three years ago?
0: When he no, had last, last,
1: year. last year. I always liked Harbaugh since his time with the Niners, though.
3: Yep, yep. He knows how right. to put together a staff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, now, Raul, I know there's probably no chance of this happening. I think you. I don't know. I I feel like you wouldn't actually mind this hire, but if the Bears were to go this direction again, would you be mad if they hired Brian Flores as the head coach?
3: I wouldn't. I just doubt that Brian, Brian Flores would ever get get another head coaching job.
1: Mm. Didn't didn't wait? Didn't he get proven innocent? And all all that shit that happened.
3: Mm -hmm. yeah but brian flores is actually suing the nfl yeah he's a whistleblower
0: so no owner's gonna want that oh that's interesting so i don't know what about joe
1: Joe made a good point on here the other day though because he's like no i want a guy that would go out there and fucking he would put pads on for the team and go out there and fucking play like he's that dude like the bears need that kind of attitude adjustment
3: yeah I, and I like Flores, but if you're going to have, if you're going to take Flores, why wouldn't you take Harbaugh? Because Harbaugh is that guy. Is the no, same I, I, guy. I, I know.
1: I, I hear you, right? While I was just throwing out a a super yeah. hypothetical out there, like if the Bears were to go defense, that is the one. Like, I just looking what he's done the past two weeks with the Vikings. He's fucking got that defense yeah. humming, and yeah. those guys suck.
2: Would you yeah. be I, okay I, with Eric B. Enemy? Because that was my other name.
1: I like Eric B. I like Eric B. I don't
3: think Eric B. is getting a head coaching job. No time soon. Uh, the the kid from uh,
1: Detroit. Alliance. Yeah,
3: yeah. I would love. I would love to see what he has as far as like a head coach. Only right. issue is, can you afford to bring an inexperienced coach into this
1: building again? Right. That's. I mean, tough if you talk. do, it's it's a huge risk, but is exactly it's like the risk reward. I mean, now do you? I guess. I mean, I'm sorry I'm asking a lot of questions here, boys. But No, no. Uh, uh Do you think, like, so we've talked about this before, too. Like, how much power do you think Kevin Warren actually has in this process? I think he has you know, all power. Some of us are thinking, hey, this guy's only in charge of the stadium. Other of us are like, no, nah, he's, he's telling polls what to do and hiring and firing guys. So I, I think that Kevin Warren
3: has all power. I don't think you leave as the president of the Big Ten just to be a stadium builder. I think he has all power. I think
1: this is his team. You think that helps his relationship with Harbaugh? Yes. Coming from that?
3: Yep. I think if anybody knows who Harbaugh is, is him.
1: I so think he, that... he, he could be the guy that gets McCaskey to sign the check. Yep. I th- that's I th- that's
0: yeah, that seals uh that seals poles' fate, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I and I think if if this thing doesn't turn around, polls poles is gone too.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It is it's it's hard to tell. Like I said, it for me it's it's hard to tell just because you know the money is an aspect of it. And, you know, I would be a very McCaskey thing to be like, "Hey, we're firing the coach, but not the GM or whatever." But <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I mean, if I think if you're firing some, you should fire them all.
3: Yeah, and I and I think and I think it is going to be one of those that everybody must go.
1: But if that if it's Kevin Warren in charge, yeah, I don't doubt that it would happen.
2: Yeah. But and, Joe, and- Joe
1: Joe, you have doubts about that, right? You don't think Kevin Warren is actually gonna be in charge, do you?
2: Uh, I mean I do have doubts just because of the way the McCaskies are. Just the way that, you know, they might have told him he's in charge, but little Georgie's so nice. No, I just have doubts because of like all my doubts stem from the from the McCaskies, really. No, I could get get get, get that, but I think I really think that for the
3: first time in, in our lifetime we have somebody that's a football guy that is going to put his foot down. Like this, this dude is literally was the president of the big 10. Right. Like he's right. Not in here to get pushed around. Cause why would you take that job? You know, if you're, if you're not going to be the final say so in things, why would you take that job?
2: That, that's my biggest like concern with with the next coach. He's like, are we going to get another little yes, man, nice guy, old white man who will just do whatever, McCaskey say you know like uh, yep. that, that, that's my main like concern with all right who are you going to bring in to develop could either a continue developing fields or b drafting whoever next quarterback and develop them uh, yes, yeah yeah I,
3: I, and and I think I, I think that um I actually think that okay so this is just you know a bit of my bias but uh I think hardball would also not mind riding with Fields. Right? Now this doesn't if we have the first overall pick, that changes everything. Right? But let's say we have the third or the second. I think that Harbaugh like Alex Smith wouldn't mind riding with Fields. Right? And then picking his guy.
1: Well do you think he, he bring Greg you think he'd bring Greg Roman with him? No. Possible, so. but I doubt it. I feel like Greg Roman and Fields would be a a solid match. Now, do you. I'm a Greg
3: Roman fan. I've never been a Greg Roman fan.
1: Yeah, he's he's interesting as a coordinator. I mean, his run game's always good, but his past game's like.
3: It's awful.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
3: Everything is 12 personnel, and he doesn't know how to use his wide receivers. It's like, it's awful ball.
0: What if the the Packers fire LeFleur? Can we have him?
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah.
1: Pack- Packers, fans They're so Packers fans are so dumb.
0: Packers fans are so dumb. They that. are. My they God.
3: Are. But he's not going anywhere. Nah,
0: he's not. Um, yeah. So, my whole thing with Kevin Warren in the, in the whole situation is like with polls, if polls legit picked Fluce or was signed off on Fluce, polls has to go. Because that means that's, like, that's all levels of bad. He's made bad free agent decisions with not bringing in enough talent bad drafting decisions with you know the few mistakes he's made bad trade decisions with with Claypool and uh also the trade he made that's that didn't work out anyway roquan uh, roquan Ro yeah that was the, a the, Poor Raul. you had to bring that up lucas man, no, uh, man you
1: were asking about it
0: <laughs> no <laughs> you're right though i uh I, I i just think if he if he signed off on fleus as well. I mean, cause there's speculation that he didn't, I mean, at least within this podcast, Lucas brought it up, you know, having already told him told polls that there was three guys that were getting second interviews and nobody else was getting a second interview before he was even hired. Kind of makes it a little suspect.
3: So, and it's my belief that polls guy was floss. Hmm. It's okay. my belief because who's Poles mentor?
0: Uh Brad from Kansas in Bar- yeah, Beach.
3: No. No, Paul's mentor is uh what's the bum with the, the 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 Colts? Oh Chris uh Chris what's his nuts?
2: Ballard.
0: Ballard,
3: yeah. Yeah. So pole's mentor is Chris Ballard. They got a good relationship. So that was off of his recommendation, and he felt like he knew Floss.
0: Oh, because Ballard was in Kansas City when Polls was before you got uh, the Colts yeah, GM job.
3: Yeah, yeah, they've worked yeah. together. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's his mentor, and that's that's who pushed the whole Floss thing. So I'm full. I really believe that was his choice. It wasn't forced on them because he even they even said they asked him, "Is there anybody that you want to add or you want to interview?" And he said no. All hmm. the guys that made the finals pointed back to guys that Ballard and Poles knew.
0: What was the, the other one? one? Think... Jim Caldwell, and who was the other one?
3: Um, what's his name? Dallas's D coordinator.
0: Oh, yeah. Quinn. Dan yeah. Quinn. Yeah. Quinn.
3: Yep. So he knew all of them. Yeah, we should have had him.
1: Now, now, Rob, well, I got to – I mean, not to keep playing hypotheticals here. You say Poles gets fired. Now we're on to GMs. Now, I got one name for you, and you can tell me yes or no. Uh, and Kevin Warren knows this guy from his time in Minnesota. I mean, would you hire our friend uh, Rick Spielman? No. I think he was a good GM, to be honest with you. Uh, I think he was a good GM in Minnesota.
2: <laughs> All the guys in our chat love him. Yeah. Dude,
0: dude, Raul's conviction is the fucking best.
1: Yes, no i love i think rick spielman was a great gm
3: so this is my thing about people like rick spielman right and and this is the this is the issue with a lot of what the nfl is these people have an they have an idea of and they and they get stuck in the mold of 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 what they know it's harder for them to 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 be innovative because they've been around so long they do, they only know the mold that they know, and they don't know how to to go outside of that of that of that box. That, that, that's what makes Andy Andy Reid so great, right? Because he he brings in so many people and he lets them all talk, and then he gets his opinions from them. So like the older GMs, they're they're stuck in their ways, right? They don't know they can't really evaluate talent that's not. In the in the context of the rubric that they're that that they're you <laughs> used to, right? And one of the people that does it all of the the time is um what's his name? Our favorite former Chicago Bear um, scout,
1: Greg Gabriel.
3: Yeah, he does it all <laughs> the the time because he doesn't he can't see outside of what he knows. And it's like is if if you've noticed a lot of the older GMs, they pick the same type of players, like
1: right? right? Because they're
3: They're they're looking for yes exactly. They're hoping that you know luck strikes twice. Manic Bill is has the same issue. That's why I would say no.
1: I just think Spielman. I think Spielman's Jefferson. Spielman's crushed his draft, so he's he's found some great players. I mean, there's a ton of players in that Vikings team now that are all his picks.
3: I understand that, but I'm straight. I think you hear you. I think you
0: could I, do
1: that. I think it's just an interesting name, just because of the connection. I just love Kevin Warren, actually. Yeah, what I mean, if Warren, that?
0: well, if Warren, if Warren gets hired and, and he hires Harbaugh, who's the? I mean, it, there isn't even a GM, right? Or it's a it's a well, pseudo GM.
1: I'm assuming they would hire any GM before the coach. I would hope. Yeah. Yep. Or else we're back to square one again.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, well. I mean, unless Warren is your de facto GM and the coach is another de facto GM.
1: Well, Warren's not going to be doing the drafting and shit. I mean, he'll just be making those decisions, but I'm sure he'll be.
0: Yeah. But there's a lot more to being a GM than just drafts, you know? And yeah. It's, yeah. There's the business aspect of it. You are a manager of the entire organization. I mean, you're, you're damn near the guy. I mean, Kevin Warren is the guy. So if you hire somebody below him, totally understand that. It would be like to me in that scenario, it almost be like an Ian Cunningham type situation, like an assistant GM to Kevin Warren to run drafts, to run scouts, to run the scouts, things like that. And then, you know, if you hire a Harbaugh, that's another voice in guy. that.
2: What? You have an assistant GM to be the bad guy, yeah, to the be bad. the scapegoat. <laughs> Your fault. You st- you still need
3: you still need a GM. I don't think that Kevin Warren wants to get into mm. the business of player acquisition yeah, one way or the next. Now, if there's a player that has red flags, I you know, that's when they will ask Kevin Warren, you know, but I doubt that he wants to get into that, you know, pick player X or, or Y.
0: Well, we don't we don't take players with with red flags role so At ever all. since uh, Ray McDonald. George put exactly. a high bashing on that dude,
3: but but we do why pick- there's no
0: no Carter and no uh, no George yeah. Pickens? Yeah,
3: But we do take coaches that are serial perverts, though. But whatever. Does it, do we know if that's what's going on? <laughs> I mean, it was it was reported by Schefter that he was doing inappropriate things. So I would say, yeah, this could be weird. a female staffer. Yeah, 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 but cool. he's a pervert.
2: Yeah, that's true. You're whipping it out in the office. There's no reason for that. Or you saying nasty things in the office. Exactly. No
1: hey, the Bears Bears got some uh addition by subtraction there, getting rid of Claypool and him. The defense has been better and the offense has
2: been better. That and the guy. fucking Dolphins lost this past week, first week with Claypool active. Did you
1: see him? <laughs> did you see him trying to block on the perimeter on one mm-hmm. of the runs? It, it mm-hmm. would have been a huge run too, and he just whiffed on the guy and the guy made the play oh. in the backfield.
2: I I just don't,
3: I, I literally do not know. Like I don't get the thought process with that, with that trade. And when it happened, I said it Bear, Twitter got on me about it. That I was this, that, and the third, I was a hater. I'm never happy. And I'm like, you guys haven't watched this guy.
1: I'll eat my shit on that. I was wrong.
3: The tape, the tape was out. Like, People in Pittsburgh were telling you this guy's not a team guy. He's lazy. You look at his routes; he doesn't run good routes. He's the same player that he was that he when he came out. Why would you trade for that?
0: I mean, if you if Mike Tomlin doesn't want a player, this there's a pretty good chance you don't want him. Thank you. You know, I, and I, and I'll eat it too. I mean, I'm a big Irish guy, but like coming out, I didn't really understand why he was so hyped up. He didn't do all that much at Notre Dame. It was all.
1: It was, att- it was all vertical it routes it's all it's all, it all attributes
3: it's all attributes i mean the guy yeah, was and huge and fast and yeah but that's Beautiful what child. you draft though you're drafting off of attributes and you're saying you know i can coach you know the, the football stuff with him cuz and at nd he showed enough to be a dominant wideout right and these yeah. quarterback situation wasn't the best but you can't be the same player that you were in college in the nfl you just can't there's no maturity he hasn't matured his game whatsoever
2: you can go walk the french runway all you want yep all
1: right well i i gotta go back to what you said earlier you said
2: if the bears have
1: the number one pick you know there's not a discussion but if they have the number two pick there is a discussion if you keep fields over the number two yeah. Do you do you think there's that big of a difference between who goes one and who goes two, or do you think it's just that the guy at one will be the pick no matter what if if, if you pick there? The the guy at
3: one, I think, is gonna be the pick no matter what. Now I think, is
1: that is that because of your personal belief, or do you just think it's because he's penciled in there and that's how because it's be? he's
3: penciled sold in there? The thing about uh, uh Williams is I can't remember a player that's had more more familiarity with the rest of the nfl right all of the coaches know him they've been following him since he was a kid so people know him and they feel comfortable uh about him and they've been waiting for him for the longest people he's been in these camps and these circuits for i don't know how long so how it it's felt it's like, like
1: lawrence too though didn't it feel like similar yeah
3: but i think his his is worse i think his his is deeper pause i think his is like we, <laughs> the 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 you know the familiarity with the with the coaches is way longer right so i, I yeah dude do, do i think i i also i don't think he's the quarterback that everybody says he is i i, I just i'm not one that thinks that he's just like the the the, the second the second coming i don't think he is I think he's going to be very, very good. I don't think he's like the can't miss prospect.
1: That's already better than what Joe Gaither thinks. He's been drinking the hater aid. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I ain't mad at him. I, I don't not, think
1: he's, he's, not, he's not a sure thing. He's not Joe Hater six.
3: He's not. I don't think I, th- I think people go above and beyond thinking that and saying that he's like just the, the most can't miss. You know this, that, and the other. I think if you don't have a strong team around him, uh, he's going to he's going to struggle initially,
2: and he's going to pout on the sidelines. He's going to check out.
3: Yeah, I I I, th- I think you need you need a strong team uh, around him. Drake May, I think, is going to be good. I don't think Drake May is
2: all same thing. The Bears can easily. Screw up any of these quarterback prospects right here is my is my big take. Sure,
1: exactly. they can screw up anyone, but my point is they've never had a pick this high to draft a player of this caliber. Well, they did, and they drafted Mitch.
2: Yeah, they can easily screw it up. Easier right. to be easier to screw it up than to get it right.
0: So it's gonna if they're gonna get hardballed, then we're just gonna end up with what's his, with JJ anyway, right? McCarthy. McCarthy really
2: in the third was. round. Third round? Dude, dude. Shit. McCarthy's dude, gonna he, go second. If not,
0: yeah, I was gonna say he's a first rounder easily, dude. If not, if not the first, is the second. Uh, he's definitely like a top ten pick right now.
2: That's nuts, dude. dude. What about is is
0: Quinn Ewer still? He's is been he hurt. still
2: top 10. He? he busted his shoulder. Yes, that's my point is that the Bears can easily screw up a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or any of these top quarterback. Absolutely. Any any franchise can. I
3: mean, look, there's not one quarterback in this league. Right. That's successful. That does not have good artillery. Right, there's not one you can't name me one quarterback that does not have heavy artillery as far as an offensive like weaponry and line that's successful. You can't name me one
1: who hmm.
3: I mean, he's a hall of
0: famer, but Mahomes has one dude, yeah, okay. and he's had one dude for the entire time.
3: Uh, no, he's, he's had three.
0: Well, okay, but I mean he had
3: Tyreek, and he's had some decent O line. But they
0: didn't win with Tyreek. They lost. They, they that did. Super
3: Bowl. No, they didn't. Yes, he, they you did. Had that argument.
0: No. It's oh, it was after did. they paid. It was after they after they paid him. They
3: lost. Yeah, they did. They oh, they did. They
0: won. they won. They won. But then he they paid
3: him, and then they lost. Okay, but this is what I'll no. say. Mahomes had two Hall of Famers on his team.
0: Yeah.
3: His first what three three years he had two Hall of Famers on his team. If there there isn't one, there's not one good, really good quarterback that does not is not absolutely loaded offensively. So if you don't load that offense up, you're you're sending the quarterback back up for
1: fail failure. Now Raul, I, I mean I mean I'm not gonna lie, I think if the Bears are picking one, it'll be a better situation to be drafted one and two than most other teams. I don't think the Bears are that far off from having a, a good offense. I mean they got DJ no. Moore last offseason we talked about the line being better um we know your favorite eligible tight end Cole Command, it, he's he's not horrible i mean if they add another receiver if they have another top pick for like a Marvin Harrison or or they sign a T Higgins at free agency i i think it's a solid situation for a quarterback to walk into
3: yeah it is it is it is i think i think i think it, it, there there are other places that could be you know really improved but yeah it's it's not the worst But I I do feel as for a quarterback to succeed, you need to like go above and beyond
1: as far as like, as far as help. There's this. I I think the argument about the Caleb Williams, Drake may whatever rookie quarterback is just a little bit misguided when people say, you know, can't miss and generational is exactly. It's it's more so to me, I don't think the bears have had the chance to draft this caliber of quarterback ever. Like, like we talked about Mahomes. Like they missed on Mahomes, that was it that year. When we took Mitch at two, but if you're picking one, I feel like I don't know. I feel like Williams is as good of a prospect as you would get there.
3: I'm gonna be 100 honest, and I think that people are going to. And you can go back and check my tweets.
1: I mean, I know you like Fields in college, but
3: moral I think story, that, he
1: was QB four that year.
3: Yeah, and, and and that was a mistake, clearly. But I just me, I don't go off of other people's notions or other people's grades or uh, or what other people think I don't even read other people's opinions on the draft right because it can corrupt what I'm seeing but I think that Justin Fields is at the same level quarterback as Williams is fully believe that I'm not I know the public is going to be like no 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 you're crazy I think they are the exact same level of quarterback and I loved Justin
1: Fields coming out
2: and they both have the sa- They both had the same sort of issues.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I see. I disagree with that because I think Williams takes bad sacks. Yes, but I think he gets the ball out way quicker, and I think he's First way release. better. Yeah, I think he has a very quick release, which is why I'm saying his caliber is a, is a tier above Fields because Fields always had that slower release, so- and it was always something that was a negative on him.
3: So so what Fields has is a slower re- re- release, but what Fields also has is he's a bigger QQB that can sit in the pocket and take the punishment. So it might be slower, but he'll get get the ball out there, take the hit and keep on going. Right? We haven't seen much of that with Caleb Williams, who's six foot two hundred
1: pounds. Right? Well, you, so you it's a want, give and take. I feel like you don't want your QB getting hit that much because Fields has been hurt quite a few it's times gonna happen, already. Though
3: is gonna happen. Also Fields is a much better athlete.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I don't doubt that. I just think from actual QB play, I think the big glaring difference is getting the ball out quicker at a quicker release, which is I why think it, I think Williams is a better prospect.
3: I you know what I've said it over and over and this is not 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 the first time there are people that can vouch for me saying this. I really think that they are the same caliber prospect. I think one is just a little bit over uh has been more hype because of them being in the circuit in the nfl circuits since they were like eight right and i think that's caleb williams i have not and 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 don't get 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 me wrong i think caleb can hoop and i think he's going to be very very good
0: i mean wasn't justin on a tv show when he was in
3: in in high school like hasn't he been hyped since he was in junior high too no i mean caleb has been everywhere He's not been like Trevor Lawrence might be the only other person that has gotten close to to that type of hype and familiarity. And
1: Fields beat him out for MVP in that camp.
2: Yep, yep. So, so how do we get Bear Switzer role on selling <laughs> the number one pig?
1: You can't. I'm taking Caleb.
2: Yeah, shut up, shut up. Well, I'm talking to a smart person right here now uh, to sell the the number one pig for massive loot and you can take Harrison, you can take Fushana, you can take whoever you want, right, at three, and then you also have more first-rounders for next year, and you let somebody else, you let Arizona take Caleb Williams, and you build around – what you got right now? You build the infrastructure up. Okay, it's, it's, it might be pretty good infrastructure for a number one pick. It might be, but you continue to build the infrastructure over time. If Fields goes enough, you know you got the fifth year option, if Fields sucks or is more of the same, then you're right back to draft in the in the top ten. You still have first round picks from the trade yep. Yep. that you that you can take. You know whoever you want, Caleb Clubnick if you want to or whatever, take your franchise that way if you want. Or you just stay patient with it because my big thing is look at the 49ers. Brock Purdy's a he's ass. Brock Purdy is, is ass. You'll
1: never be the 49ers. You'll oh. never draft that good. But that's it what I said. Happen.
0: It doesn't matter. See, if Justin fails, it doesn't matter because we have Tyson Bajan.
2: And, wow. and, so, and so the infrastructure <laughs> is so good that you make the – I mean, that you make mm. the team almost qu- – I mean, they got Jimmy fucking Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And not quarterbacks to a Super Bowl. And we're sitting here asking – But here's
1: the thing. How many Super Bowls do they win if they had a real quarterback, Joe? Because yeah. right now it looks like Purdy might be the weakest spot on that 49ers roster, which it might is. hold that it back was, from that winning. Yeah. So but, to, your, to your point, you can keep they kicking the can already, down the road, but they they at some hit. point you need to fire your
2: shot to take that QB when you okay, have the number one take, pick. They took Lance. They took Lance and they fired their shot, and they were hoping that he was going to be the guy and really elevate it, but he wasn't. And you know what? That didn't kill the roster. That didn't set the franchise back 10 years. Or five years because that's true a quarterback, they're he he has the point. Still fine and they can yeah, but right, they just well, about they just stop. about
1: knocked every single pick they had out of the park. I just don't think it's realistic to expect any GM to do So this.
3: so so what yeah, I,
1: saying, I mean yeah. you had a you had a top two where you took Bosa, right? Dude, they traded like four first rounders away and then still hit all their late rounders and then this year went back to fucking drafting a kicker in the third round.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying like a lot of their talent comes from other places. Like Trent Williams isn't theirs. Christian McCaffrey's not theirs. I mean, yeah, they hit Debo in the third. They hit IU. IU was another first rounder, though. I mean, a lot of the talent on this team
1: Kiddle, isn't like Warner. I mean, Ufunga. middle line, like
0: linebackers are. Eufunga's a yeah. That's a that's a solid player. Dude, I'm just dude. saying, like, um, that that it's like I I'm 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 making the point of. You know, you can, the best thing for the bears is for either quarterback to work out, whether it's fields or Beijing. I know Beijing's like the longest shot on the planet, but yes, the, the best, the best thing for the bears is for fields to work because you can do all the things Joe said, or you can just not trade them and take whoever you want with those top two picks, you know, um, take Fashanu and, uh, Harrison Jr. or or Verse or whatever you want to do. Um, but I think, to your point, Lucas, if you don't do it and neither one of them work out, you have fucked us for a good long time. Not being on that rookie, cor- rookie contract. Because now, Justin say Justin works out to a degree, because you know he's not going to just be the man in like a year and a half or whatever. Now you're paying him that forty million dollar a year contract.
1: The baseline is Daniel Jones. There. He's going to be could, that could be on another that fucking bozo. When you
0: could you're be me- on another. Yeah, but that was not a good. Co- it's not like that's a good contract. It's you not a good that.
1: contract, but it's not. You can't use that as a
0: baseline, though. Are you talking about baseline for what he's going to get for paid? A yeah, for, for a month. Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I mean, so we're so talking about a baseline of
1: fifty million, right? So
0: he's going to get fifty million, and now you're you're not on that rookie contract anymore with a guy that might be broken. Whether or not he was more talented than Caleb Williams at the time, he he might be broken at this point.
3: So I mean, I think I think what the only way you get there is if you have a real shot at the playoffs, and then he shows that you know it doesn't have to be everybody's like, oh, he has to play the same level as he did uh, Washington and and uh, Denver. Denver, and, and that's just not realistic. But if he stacks those games up. And you know he's getting those touchdowns. It's gonna to be hard to walk, walk away because this it's the third year, right? Third year mm-hmm. does not mean you have arrived. Like if he's improving, and he has to change his style of play, and you the team is showing some success, right? To just upheave and then, uh, and then bringing a new quarterback might be tough.
0: I don't, I don't like, I like I said, I want it to work with Justin because it, it works best for everyone. And honestly, I think Kevin Warren could be the one to to save all that. But yeah, I mean, if 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 Poles isn't fired and he somehow convinces people that Fields wasn't his guy and he's not in love with Fields and blah 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 blah, then we're in yeah. a fucked up spot. Then we're, we're in a weird yeah. spot.
3: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But if you get to seven and nine or seven and ten or you get to eight and nine right? And Fields is, has been balling, right? Or has been, you know, trending upwards, right? And you have the first pick and you have, let's say at that point, number 15, right? You can easily go from one to three, right? And get a Marvin Harrison Jr. And still get another first round pick. Yeah. In the future.
0: You can get a lot more than that, exactly. Depending on who, depending on who three is. I mean, going from three to one. I mean, you could you could sell that, you could ransom that pick for a lot of fucking dough. A lot, a lot, yep. and you could keep dropping back if you wanted to. I mean, I know. You, I mean, you're not going to drop past where you think you can get Harrison, but shit, That's man, me. we saw Anthony Richardson go four. Yep. I don't know if there's that many talented dudes that are above taking a quarterback. You know. He's, <laughs> Bryce went number one and, and CJ went number two.
1: Yeah. That's that's, a, that's fucked up, too, because every single person there besides the GM wanted Stroud. Okay. Oops. Sorry. No, not the GM. The owner. Actually, the owner. David Tepper was the one who fucking picked Bryce Young. Pays to be king. Yeah, it hurts when you're George McCaskey or David Tepper. That's crazy. I don't think I don't think fucking McCaskey would be taking meetings with the guy. They would take one overall. Stupid. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta sign off.
3: Guys, gotta do some work for tomorrow. All right. All right bro. Good,
1: good to talk to you guys. Give us a quick prediction for Sunday night.
3: Uh, I'm just gonna be optimistic. Bears win by three.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Just Twenty-one. Sing the song.
3: I'm just – that's just straight optimism. There's no ana- analysis or anything in there. Just just, just right. being being optimistic.
1: I love it. That would be awesome. Yep. Thanks for joining us, Raul. All right, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. Take care. Right, Have a great night.
2: That's Raul Bennington. You can follow him on the Twitter machine at black underscore 42. So let's get to the business end. The Bears are at – The Los Angeles Chargers, this Sunday night, national TV game. The Bears are an eight-and-a-half
1: point. Bajant.
2: Secret Baygent man back in action. Unless Justin Fields does something wild this weekend to his thumb, will probably be another Baygent man game. Our guys, over-under for Sunday night football is 46-and-a-half the uh Los Angeles Chargers are coming off a, are coming off a lost uh two losses in a row to the Dallas Cowboys and Kansas City Chiefs they are also they're 2 and 4 so their season is trending a lot like the Chicago Bears Lucas Berry what are you thinking about Bears Chargers Sunday night football
1: oh joe I know better not to, than not to get sucked in
2: when I feel optimistic. Don't do it. National TV game. The Bears are going to embarrass themselves. Twitter is going to go crazy. We'll be the brunt of every joke. You better callous your skin now, believe in Monsters fans. Callous your skin and log off the X machine. Sunday night is going to be rough.
1: Yeah, so much like the Vikings game, I feel like the Bears – almost have an advantage on a better team like i think that the chargers run defense being so bad the Bears should be able to expose that especially from what we've seen last week <laughs> but from what we know and we'll common knowledge it. tells us it won't happen and going to be horrible and we're going to fall flat on our face oh man oh man oh man
2: Oh, when's the I want to take the Bears, Bears so on badly on TV
1: I, I guess I the, I
2: guess the Washington game but does that count as TV Amazon streaming
1: and then the Patriots Monday night last year the Bears yeah. actually play better on primetime than they do at Sunday at one normally hmm this is a home game for the Bears hey you he man
2: I know They're it's in crazy. I know it's
0: in LA but it's a home game
2: they've given you Justin job. And taken away his fame. I didn't want to this make is a, Raul... This is, I,
0: this is down a whole point, dude. This is down to eight and a half. It was that nine and a half when I bet it.
1: I didn't want to make Raul too mad, but I really did like what I saw out of Bajan on Sunday. His ability to move the chains and keep his eyes downfield. And the main hey, thing I, he did was I, just <laughs> not put the Bears in disadvantageous situations, which is all just, they need.
0: I just got like, him to say, wow. Wow tyson's the man because it doesn't matter if fields fails tyson's tyson's there
1: i mean there were some plays last week where i was like fields 100 takes a
2: sack there right third and five over the middle dig dig over the middle dude that's
1: a sack like 10 times out of 10 where he's just holding the ball and he just gets crushed by pressure that he knows is coming but he looks like a deer in headlights and
0: and you know, as per the the show rules that we've had for a while, even though they're unspoken, the guest gets pretty much full reign of the, the hour here because you know Raul likes to talk, Michael likes to talk, everybody likes to talk, and we love it. So let him talk. But uh I don't I don't agree with the whole arm strength thing. I just think he's had some some weird situations like that one that duck that he got picked off last week when he came in uh into the game. I don't think is indicative of his arm strength. I, I tagged you all in a, a tweet from uh Somebody. shit. Now I can't remember the name. Anyway, uh, it measured the like miles per hour at the combine for throws and Bajant measured up with like Anthony Richardson. And I was told he has a very strong
1: arm. Who's winning this game, Chris?
0: Hmm. Do I get the spread? Do I get the eight and a half or nine and a half? (laughs) Um, Man, Justin Herbert's played like shit, dude, and our defense is playing so much better lately. I think the Bears have a real shot, especially since I do say it's a home game. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) I I feel the same way, Chris. Keep going. Uh,
0: So I I think the Bears can win this game. Yeah, I think they can. All right, so what's the score? Uh so over under is 46 and a half. 46 and a half. And a half. <laughs> Going with my Chicago accent. Uh, let's see here. It's probably mm, still gonna go under. I would say like 24 21 bears.
1: All right. I'm saying 27-21 Chargers.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luke, you're right on it. You're right on it. I'm going uh, – I do think it will be somewhat close. 24-24-24-20? 24-19. Yeah, I'm going 24-24. Yeah, 24-20 Chargers. Go Chargers. I still win my bet. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I do think the eight and a half is absurd.
1: I think, I think the Bears will cover.
2: I think the eight and a half is is fucking stupid. But I think that there's going to be some way, somehow, that the agent's going to be, you know, he's going to make the, the the backbreaking play, or you know, I don't know, Quentin Johnson's finally not going to look like a rookie. It'll be something on Sunday night that, uh, well, it'll be Sunday. Even is going to shit his pants on the sidelines. Uh, yeah.
1: Did you ever go back and look at the QBs that Eberflus has actually beaten?
2: No, please don't break my heart. It's probably like
1: Just go back and look at the list of QBs that Eberflus has beaten. So this year it's, it's, so far it's been Sam Howell and Brian Hoyer. Last year it was Mac Jones, uh Trey Lance, and who's the other one we had? Who else did we beat last year? besides the patriots and the 49ers. <sighs> uh
0: patriots 49ers and it was right around there it was that it was the same
2: Hold, please. Oh uh, was it the falcons? No, hold, hold hold on. It was Houston. 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 Oh, so we one. beat who was their quarterback that game? Uh, Davis
1: Mills. Yeah. So we beat Davis, Trey Williams. Lance. Wait. Trey Lance, Davis Mills, Mac Jones were our wins last year. And this year, it's been Sam Howell and Brian Hoyer. Can Eberflus add a real QB to this collection?
0: Is Herbert a real QB this year, though? Yeah, it's good.
1: I like Herbert. I don't think he's
0: not
2: good. I just listen. If the Bears win
1: well. this, I will be very impressed. I know I just talk shit on the Chargers because I don't think they're as good as people think they are. Obviously, they're not. They have two wins, but their team is talented. If the Bears won, I would be impressed. And yes, I I do think if they did win at that point, you would, I say, keep playing Bajin until he fucking loses.
2: I do too. Like See, if
1: if you win and you win two times and in two weeks for the first time and since you've been a coach, you just you just keep riding that, dude. Especially on Sunday night football. That's what I mean, dude. This, I don't. Yeah, no, you play the guy with the hot hand.
0: Man,
1: I
2: Joe, thought the
1: I thought the yeah. Joe, did you have any big takeaways from this game? Did it make you happy for once? It made me happy to see to see yeah, the bears running the ball.
2: It looked efficient. The offense looked efficient. The defense Forming. looked like it was playing hard. He got the turnover. You, Jalen Johnson uh got the interception for a touchdown. Like it was it was fun. It was finally like I you don't know. It's fun to win. Uh, I don't know what you. I don't. I don't know what you can take from it week to week because it's the Raiders and they are fucking trash. But
1: it's, Raiders.
2: The autumn wind is a Raider. Uh. I, I, but it's fun. Uh. You, you got to go do it week in week out, Majid man. Let's see what you got. Uh. I don't really think that. Any sort of quarterback controversy is fair at all, but I'm with you, Luke. Like literally, just like just win. I don't care
1: who's back there. Just win.
2: People want to talk about is it sustainable? Can it? Can you win a Super Bowl with it? Is it? And I was like, we're not even. We're not there as a team. Yeah, let's yeah, get a two.
1: Let's get a two-game win streak.
2: Yes, exactly. That's where we are as a franchise. Like we don't care if it's gonna win us a division yet. We need a quarterback that can win us two fucking games in a row. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of where I am uh, with any quarterback. Like I'm out on every quarterback until they can win us two games, win two games in a row. Uh, and agent. Nice, nice start, big man. It starts with one. You can't have a two-game win streak without a one-game win streak. So, uh, nice, nice work.
1: So I, uh, I'll leave the the fans with some a concluding thought. But I went on Twitter to provoke the uh, Justin Fields crowd the other day, and I said, "Tyson Bajan's hundred and sixty-four yards." is more yards than Justin Fields had in 10 of his last 20 starts.
2: Oh, my God. Don't do that.
1: Don't it's a real st- stat, Joe. That is a I real stat. You. I believe you. He has had under 165 yards 10 times in his last two years.
2: I 1,000%
1: believe you. So, to put that in perspective, what Baygent did, is whopping 165 is better than 10 of Justin Fields' last
2: 20. Secret Beijing Man, Secret Beijing Man. Chris hit
1: it on the head though. We all want Fields to be the guy, and if he is the guy, that is the best thing for the Bears. They've we still have a lot more to see. Job.
2: You've taken Justin's job and taken away his fame.
1: You guys got anything else? So you want to wrap this thing up?
2: Come on, Bears. Give me a reason to sing a song this weekend. Three, be- <laughs> That's some solace. That's some solace. I mean, God dang it. The the fucking Packers look like asshole and we made them look like a super I team.
1: don't care, dude. They're so bad. Jordan Love is horrendous with a capital H.
2: That's nice. Hopefully we can take advantage of it the last week of the year. That would be nice. I like look if you don't win another game this year Chicago, save me for what, what if
1: what if that was Fields' last game in Chicago beating the Packers?
2: Then I will I will love him forever still. And I, I will always love you just like Trubisky <laughs>